Welcome to Where Wine Takes You, a Paso Wine Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Montiel. Now, we are a wine podcast, and when we are doing this right, we are making tasting wine, learning about wine, and really everything related to wine more approachable, relatable, and just more fun. Whether you are a weekend warrior or a level three sommelier, just like Paso, we want this to be a place you feel comfortable and feel like you're a welcome person in this room with us. We focus on Paso wine country because what area is doing it better right now than Paso in the last, I don't know how many years. The amount of wineries has grown exponentially. The amount of great food, great drinks, great accommodations, great attractions have also taken huge strides. Not only can you taste world-class wines, but one place, Halter Ranch, if you're a member, you can land your airplane on their airstrip. You can zip line over world-class vineyards and ancient peaks. We've talked about Central Coast trail rides and things to do like Sensorio, which they just announced they're keeping indefinitely and even building more to do around it. There is no place, no wine region like Paso Robles. But more importantly, no one is doing it like Paso Robles. No one is doing it better. And we've proved why that's the case. It's the people. The people here are the secret ingredient to complement the world-class soils, the topography, the climate, all that, the terroir, if you will. Wine here is proven more than just time and place. A true sense of place can't deny the role of the people. And that's what we try and focus on here. The people, the stories behind the wine in Paso Wine Country. And can you believe it? This is episode 40 of the podcast And whether this is your first episode or your 40th, I sincerely say thank you. We have a great 2022 plan for you so far, planning shows with the team now, and we couldn't be more excited. Give you a little tease. We'll open up the year with Paso Wine Industry Person of the Year, a very exciting and dynamic and fun person. You don't want to miss that episode. We also had a notable acquisition in Paso recently, and I'm fascinated by this. We will talk again to Eric Jensen of Booker, talk all about it, and ask him anything we want. Short episode today, as I know a lot of people are into holiday things. I get it. It's keeping you busy, but there is a lot packed into this montage highlight reel if you will see how many people you know in here that you can name i almost want to think of a prize who can report back the most names correctly from these where wine takes you memories so listen carefully but have fun like we did revisiting these guests and these episodes where wine takes you is executive produced by joel peterson and paso wine associate producer jen bravo the podcast is recorded edited and produced by yours truly Can't wait to connect with you again in 22. Until then, may your glass be filled this holiday season with bottomless amounts of Paso wine. May you, your family, shoot your pets, those you love, be blessed this holiday season. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from and with Where Wine Takes You. My great-grandparents came from northern Italy, and when they came to Paso Robles and settled here, it was like, what are the other Italian families doing here in this town? And they were all planting Zinfandel, so they all helped each other, the Rotas, the Pazintis, the Yorks, they all helped each other plant their Zinfandel vineyards. I love listening to your voice and enjoy your podcast, so... Thank you very much. You don't mind if I pour more of the expensive please, stuff, do you? Please, enjoy. So how, how do, what do you do? Do you go find more Senso somewhere that you it's like? It's easy to find. I know, I imagine that's not an easy grape to find. I'm growing it. Oh, okay. We can oh, talk I'll buy about some, that. I'll buy some from you. It's not for sale. There, it doesn't help me, does it? The question that really uh, that really got the job for me was that Justin Baldwin looked at me across the table and says, "Can you drive a forklift?" And I looked at him and I said. 
I can't drive a forklift, but I can fly a plane. <laughs> you have a strong sweater game. Almost like right next to Mr. Rogers, you rock a sweater like nobody's business. What is your sweater situation? How are they organized? You got a bunch of them in there or what? This is a serious question. It is, of course. Yeah, I like you. You rock sweaters. I don't know. I'm uh, always in, and I want to be warm for starters, but if you're going to do something, you want to do it right. Do it with style, a little panache. Folded or hung up? Oh, folded. Really? Yeah. You don't have to hang a sweater. Uh, at any rate, that's what we're putting in, and I was going to propagate it and unroot it, but it was... Can I buy some? Yeah. That you can buy. Yeah, no sense, huh? No sense. No sense you... for you. <laughs> in your first life, you were in tech, right? I was. Yeah. Exactly. For 34 years, I did that. But the whole time, I was scheming and plotting to... Uh, how to get out. How to launch a winery somehow. Yeah. How to make some real money, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly. Even then, you know, when I worked at, you look, you look, I mean, when I worked at Adelaide in the early 90s. With John Munch. With John Munch. So it wasn't actually work, it was drinking. (laughs) (laughs) But back then, you look at what was on Adelaide Road and Vineyard Drive. When we opened that tasting room at Adelaide, which was, I think, 94, there was nothing on Adelaide Road. Zero. Even I was loving and I was happy to live in Bordeaux and making wine in Bordeaux. After a while, I was a little bit frustrated because we have all those regulations. But after 20 years, it's a little bit boring. And uh, I never got the balls to... uh to fuck the appellation, kind of, right. and do my own stuff. After you end up like in the new world, it's a field uh, yeah. of free. Uh, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Whatever you want. Paso's a, such a small town. You get help, you get advice, you get the help that you need from the guys that are next door. And I've never seen that anywhere in any kind of business. I wanted to be able to stake my claim in something like this. You know, it's no place like this. I do. I love Paso. I think uh, it's a region that I believe is capable of producing the best wines in the world. And I know that seems boastful. Nothing can generate the fanatics. Paso is able to do that. Not even Napa. Not even Napa. Not even Napa. It is not just grapes and it's just not sun, but it's how they're grown. Where do you get the personality from? How can you gain this personality? It has to be a passion, passion. Always over-deliver, create an honest product at a good value. I don't look at wine any different than, than I look at any other luxury good, right? I mean, Louis Vuitton, right? How many purses do they make? Do they make 12 purses? I don't think so. Right. With somebody that can create something of extreme value and luxury and everybody can have a piece of it, to me, that's exciting. The moment I moved to Paso, the whole wine industry just embraced me. They embraced my husband and now our family and like we're just a part of it, you know? It's so, so special. And I love that everything always circles back to people in Paso Robles? Yeah, I mean, the people make Paso Robles. And now you have wineries that are making spectacular wines. Every vintage, all of a sudden, we start getting recognition. A case of wine isn't just 12 bottles. It's 12 occasions. It's 12 occasions. It's 12 occasions. I, I consider Paso, you know... The Garden of Eden, you know, but restaurant people realize, you know, you got good wine, you're going to have to have good restaurants, and they've stepped up to the plate, man. There's some great food here. They're incredible. I mean, the wineries are our biggest champions, and I think the wine industry, they are doing everything they can. I mean, they'll send people our way, and I mean, they always send referrals to the downtown restaurants, and now I think they're leaning in even harder to help us. This community is freaking awesome that's paso man that's paso help your neighbor share ideas we're all in it for the same reason starts with a love of wine then it's a love of people 
and a love of community, community, community. But it goes hand in hand, and you've been a real asset for the industry in Paso. Oh, thanks, Doug. And uh, I appreciate it very much. You understand wine. You've immersed yourself in the vineyards, in the wine culture, the food culture, the cocktail culture. I listen to you, and I'm just always impressed. You're an absolute and utter pro. And the PRWCA, I want to give a shout out to PRWCA. Yeah. Please do, yeah. I love them. Yeah. We bought grapes from down in Santa Barbara a lot and, and to hear the folks from that community talk about our PR our community uh, and, yeah. and what they do for us and it's special. It's special. It's special. I love the history of wine. There's worlds, you know, and countries that have immerse themselves in this business and I just I love the stories and I love being able to maybe be a story maker myself so give me that time we'll get by we pass on around till the job is camped out in the trees it will simplify good company where wine takes you is available wherever you get your podcasts and at passowine.com and give me that sound give out and pass on down till the job is camped out in the trees it will simplify good come give me that sound give out and pass on down till the job is camped out in the trees it will simplify good come give me that sound give out and pass on down till the job is in the trees, you will simplify in good company. With that moonshine, we'll get by. We pass on round till the job is dry. Camped out in the trees, you will simplify in good company.